Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on the show, we have Ryan Rudowitz. Hi, Ryan. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Thank you so much for joining us. I was telling Timothy before I got on, I'm obsessed with your work right now. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to chat. But before we get into all of it, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and kind of giving us a background on how you got into photography? Of course. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan Rudowitz. I live in New York City right now in Brooklyn. Um, I'm from Massachusetts originally. But I got into film photography specifically and specifically uh, Polaroids about like seven years ago or so. Oh, um, I wow. always had a camera growing up. I, my background is in theater. So I was always taking all of my friends headshots and all of that. But it wasn't until I was in college that I found a old Polaroid 600. And I didn't know if it was going to work. But mm-hmm. I got some film. <laughs> and, and it worked. And I would just bring it to like, dumb parties with friends or hangouts and events. And how then that kind of just went for a few years and it really wasn't until covid and um Mm. i was furloughed from my job and Mm. really bored as i think we all were yeah Um, 100 percent. yes (laughs) right yeah (laughs) so i was like i need to do something um and i made it a mission to me uh to take a polaroid a day yeah so i was furloughed from my job really bored and i could see the Polaroid camera just sitting there not being used. (laughs) And I started bringing it on my little daily walks outside, Mm -hmm. taking a Polaroid a day, um, and then doing more self-portraits. And I kind of just went from there, got more into it, uh, bought more cameras and studied them. And um, then I guess once we could, once everyone could go outside again and see each other, I was I have a lot of friends that are drag queens and I started going to their shows and I would bring my camera just to try it out and I would take photos during the shows and their portrait afterwards and that's kind of where it took off. See what I love about your work is like there's like nightlight photography that's like its own thing it's its own genre but then I've never seen like night like nightlife photography and then it's all on Polaroid you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah it's like such a niche specific thing and I think like one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show because I feel like it's a really important body of work that you're creating and it's like one of those things you're going to look back on in 30 whatever years and be like what year was wait is this like (laughs) was this the 70s or is this the what like you know what I mean because because of the medium but I just I just I'm it's just so good (laughs) I guess I kind of wanted to you to speak to that a little bit like was that intentional or you just you fell in love with Polaroid and that's just that's just the world that you're in and that's kind of how it happened like do you ever shoot any any other medium in this world or is it um, just the Polaroid stuff I do shoot uh 35 millimeter I have a little okay. little point and shoots to mostly mm-hmm. yeah but Polaroid is really where I, I can't leave it <laughs> yeah. so I'm like hooked and yeah I just I love being able to hold a photo uh yeah. it's something that we don't 
get to do a lot these days. Um, but it was cool going out into nightlife and taking these photos and being able to see them and develop right in front of our mm-hmm. eyes. But usually I wouldn't look at them until I was back home or the day after. Mm. And just seeing the energy in the room captured onto this little square was always something really special. And I mean, what's great about Polaroid is whenever I'd bring it to a bar, everyone knows what a Polaroid is. No matter like what age you are, how old you are, everyone sees that camera and they get a little excited and it's cool Mm -hmm. because they're like, oh my God, is that a Polaroid? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that, I mean, that was helpful because everyone wanted to talk about it. So I would just, I would bring it out and I was able to take a lot of photos that way. Man, I I really think it takes a little bit of guts for you to carry a camera Mm. like that into a situation and that's your (laughs) medium. Just because... I mean, one, Polaroid is way better than it was, you know, like a handful of years ago. The formulas are great these days. But still, even in like low light situations like that, it's just hit or miss. It could be tragic or extra uh, extraordinary. There's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a box and it just keeps piling up a ball of my mess ups. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. I try. I try not to look at it, but I keep them up. <laughs> and now I've been starting to use them again in certain ways, or cutting them up and writing on them and stuff. Oh, smart! Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool way to keep it. Yeah, and I mean, looking at it, I'm like, it's that is a pile of money right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> I can't just throw it in the tr- in the garbage. Yeah, right? yeah, you got to make the best of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but so I actually we ran into each other. Well you kind of were presenting at Policon and that's kind of where I like came to see you. Um, you were, you had the jacket, right? The jacket with the, <laughs> yes, I yeah. love the jacket with the Polaroids <laughs> attached. It was Thank so cool. Yeah. But Policon is kind of like an experience all in itself as far as like photography meetups, because I, I shoot Polaroid kind of like here and there. It's not really like my main thing yeah. with photography, but I love that event because a lot of people like yourself are like, no Polaroid's my main <laughs> like <laughs> you know my main thing um do you think you'll ever expand that into other either other aspects of nightlife photography or do you, or do you think you'll it'll always be Polaroid and and that's kind of it um no I mean I I, I do think I will always have Polaroid with me yeah uh but I am I mean I still have my what is it it's a Canon Rebel like I still yeah. am I haven't touched it in years, but it's just sitting up there and I keep meaning to go back to it just to see, just to play with. Um, but I've now that I've started to shoot 35 millimeter, I really am kind of dipping more into that and want to get a camera that's not just a point and shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to test it out. Yeah, there's there's so many options for you out there. But I feel like <laughs> I the know. 35 millimeter point and shoot lends itself really well to Polaroids like especially yeah. in that like yeah. nightlife you know party scene kind of thing my um yeah i have a little i found it online a few years ago and it's um it's from the like late 90s it's it looks like a coca-cola can oh um, yes. and so yeah you, like, flip the top open and yeah it's cute oh love those love those what polaroid are you shooting like which camera or do you have like a whole bunch of them in your arsenal um a little bit of both i have over here there's like a shelf of I think I have like 14. Yes. Oh my God. Now wow. we're talking. So, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it, like probably 11, 10, 11 of them actually work. Um, yeah. Some yeah. are more decoration. Uh, but I mostly shoot on my SX70 sonar. And I also have, I bring the flash bar, especially when I'm going out in nightlife. Yeah. But I mean, I have 
I use the one step plus fairly often, depending what I'm doing, but I really love the SX70. Um, yeah, you can. And I have that. it converted to take 600 film. Perfect. Um, yeah. So I mostly mm-hmm. shoot on 600 as well. And I used to gripe all the time about 600 film. Like previous, back in the day <laughs> yeah. of our show, I was like, well, I'm a, you know, SX70 film only. And I've been only <laughs> shooting, uh, what is it, the I-type film? But I've been yeah. taking it, you know, swapping it into cartridges for for the SX70. And man, I'm just blown away. The latest batch of their film just looks outstanding. Like they're yeah. they're really they're really killing it. I don't go anywhere without a Polaroid. So I'm kind of in, you know, like yeah, I, there you go. I, yeah. I, I have to, I have to shoot it all the time. See, that's where I want to get to that place because I especially like I have a 18-month-old yeah. And I know all yeah. these these moments like, yeah, we have our phone and we kind of talk about that on the show a lot that like it doesn't matter as long as it's like you're capturing the moment. But really like having the Polaroid and just being able to like put it in a book and be like, this is when he was six months and this is when he was 18 mm-hmm. months. And this is when he was two. Right. And, and just like to have have the tangibleness of the Polaroid is always like I forget how important it is, really. So and, important. Yeah. It, it's you know, we, we've also talked about like on the show how it, we almost lost it how it was almost gone. You know what I mean? Like, Right, which is wild. Like, it's just really wild. wild to think about. I mean, we've lost Pull Apart, obviously, which is like right. R.I.P. We're all so sad. But the phenomenon of what happened in 2008, <laughs> like it was going away and it was like jumped in and saved the last minute. And now mm-hmm. like here Thank we God, are. These, cam- these cameras are still getting used. This art is still being made. And it's just like, I don't know, there should be like a movie about it. I really feel like we should make a movie about this whole thing. And I I wonder like how many other like analog things that we've lost that we don't even realize that if somebody had just figured out how to like save Save it, you know? Right. Because, you know, the SX-70s and stuff are like, the the cameras themselves are works of art. Mm -hmm. And to, to, to think about, them just sitting on a shelf as like a decoration and then like, oh, what was, oh, this used to be a camera. Like you, Matt, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it's crazy to think about. That's probably what we look at, like flipped phones now. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This used to be a phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I feel like when I have an SX-70, especially, uh, I always get people asking like, oh, they mm-hmm. still make the film for that? And that's always a question I get. And it's like, yeah, they, it's it's here. It's here to stay uh-huh. for a while, hopefully yeah. forever. Yeah, it, it always gets me jacked when, I mean, even like Walmart, you know what I mean? Walmart mm-hmm. carries film now. Target, Target was carrying the film for a while, but Walmart finally uh, stepped up, you know, and it's actually the fresher stuff. I don't see, for the longest time, I would see stuff that was like, oh, eight of 2021. And I'm like, damn, it's 23. Like, come on, get yeah. it together. But yeah, they've actually been carrying a lot of fresh stuff and it's not. I mean, it's expensive. And I always explain that to people that are, you know, there's the like the Fuji Instax shooters that are that are like, you know, shooting Polaroids. And it's like, no, guys, wait, just listen yeah. to me for a second. Like there's a yeah. whole world over here. Yeah. It's always hard for me to it's not that I have beef with Instax. It's just a little too pretty for me. I really mm. love the the sparkle and the shimmer that Polaroid that happens with that. I love the little explosions in the corner or when yes. you know it just doesn't yeah. spread properly. And unfortunately, you don't get that fun stuff with the Instax no, as, yeah. as much. So I don't know. Do you ever mess with the Instax stuff? Or are you do you shoot that at um, all? Or? I have a little Instax. I haven't used it in a bit. Um I also just love like the picture is bigger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, but I've brought it out here and there or for little like birthday parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or I'll, I'll usually let people take that camera and shoot around for a party. I'm like, you're not touching my Polaroid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, like you're saying, I just it, Polaroid. I mean, sometimes I know like setting up the shot, it'll be great. And sometimes yep. I'm thinking that and then it turns out I'm like, what happened? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but th- those are, that's what you get with it. And those are the happy accidents. And sometimes Man. it turns out really cool. How much film do you like bring to, on, on a night out? Like how many packs? Yeah. Um, oh, it's I guess it depends on like the event. Um, yeah. If I was if I was just going to like a drag show, I would probably bring like just one pack of film. And I think more when I was starting out, I brought more mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I was like, just shoot and see what happens. Yeah. Take as many mm-hmm. photos as possible. Um, now I, yeah, I do like one pack or so and I always know I want like a portrait at the beginning or end of whoever's performing. And then the rest are just, whenever you feel like taking a photo, take it. And if you run out of film, you got those eight shots and that's what you got. Oh, I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. I think it comes with experience too. Like that's an, I noticed myself doing that more, you know, now since the price of film has just gotten so insane <laughs> that I, I was yeah. thinking about, cause I just ordered, you know, I ordered like almost $300 worth of film and I'm looking at it and yeah. I'm like, how yeah, is this you go three- ham when you, when you, <laughs> yeah, I, I do go ham, but it's, it's, yeah, he goes, I was, I, he's like, look what I just bought. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, during the pandemic, I, if you go back, cause like Polaroid, logs like all your receipts and stuff yeah. too so you can look back of what you ordered and during the pandemic it was it was getting out of hand i was oh, just like yeah. Same. oh yeah black frames and black and white sure give me 18 of them oh sure <laughs> yeah. this Try yellow it. frames yeah like bring it on yeah but it, it's good now because now i mean polaroid hasn't really blown out the blown out the prices or anything they're still about the same and i honestly don't feel bad spending that money on that mm. film because you know, one, I, I'm real patient with it. Like, I don't just, I'm not, you know, brand new to it. So I'm not out there like mm. willy nilly shooting every little picture I can get with it. I really right. do cherish each frame that I line up. And it's like, is it going to be worth it? Right now, I have the the 600 yellow film in. Do I really want to waste yeah. a whole yeah. shot on something that's like not meant for that film? You know, like shooting a red flower on yellow film is, but like old right. Tim, like years <laughs> ago, would have been like, click, 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 and yeah. would have been in the <laughs> box of duds, you know, like, Still might have looked cool or could use it for like a like a little journal or sketchbook or something like that. But I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely the same. I used to, especially with all the new types of film that would come out, Uh I buy a ton of packs just to I wanted to try it. But now I'm like, "Eh, I don't think that will work with this photo that I want to take. So I'm going to save that for something else. That's what I keep sitting on. I have four packs of Spectra film left. And Ooh. before I like let go of my baby Spectra camera, I really want to do something yeah. special with it. And like it's yeah. it, it's awful shooting that film because it, it gets stuck and you have to like beat your camera to get the frame out and <laughs> stuff because that's the issue they were having with it. It was like getting stuck in the cameras, the new wow. batch that they did. But I, I was like, oh, I wonder, maybe I should get a couple more packs. And I looked on eBay and that film is crazy now. It's like $100 it's, a box. I, yeah. Just mind blowing that nope. it's a shame. Spectra was bigger and funner and it was just such a good film. I don't, I've never shot it. It's it's I've beautiful. I've only done um it's it wasn't my camera but I got a pack to shoot with a friend but yeah. 
Did you have those funky issues where you had to like bang on the camera to there get it to come out? Yeah, <laughs> there were a few that I thought we lost forever, but they finally yep, came yep. out. Jeez. It's, it's really funny. Like I remember because before, before they started to get stuck, the Spectra film was like dead on. There were no issues. Like it was doing really yeah. good. And then I think they mm. might have changed it or maybe I just had a good camera that worked really well with it. But then they started having all those issues, which I mean, it's not at fault. I mean, these guys are making this stuff up from nothing. Thing. So like I, right. I can't be mad at him for it, you know. <laughs> but it, yeah, and then I started shooting the new Spectra stuff, and it was like getting stuck in the camera. I'm like, this is nuts. I never had to deal with this. So I'm like out in the middle of the street, banging it against my hand. Like, did you think on. something wrong was the was it that you realized it was the film, or were you like, I follow this, this stuff so thoroughly that like yeah. I knew there was an issue just from reading yeah. online. But I was like, not yeah. me. I'm not going to have the issue. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. perfect for me. And you know, I had the issue. So damn, I know it sucks. So Ryan, do you think you'll ever do your work's very? It's I feel like it's art. Do you think you'll ever put out a book, or do you plan on doing like a show? Yeah. So I'm. I would love to do a book. Yeah. I have a few ideas for different ones. So. But I'm actually having my first gallery at the, it's Yay. coming up in like two, three weeks. Um, oh, nice. It'll be in Provincetown, Massachusetts on Cape Cod. And it's from August 25th through September 4th, Labor Day. And yeah, so that, that's like my first, I've done Yay, some fantastic. exhibits here and there, but this is my first solo gallery. Yeah, I'm very excited. Exciting. Are you doing like prints of your work or are you just showing the the Polaroids? How's that? How's that work for that? Yeah, for this one, um, we're doing both. So oh, awesome. the original will be framed and then next to it will be a blown up uh, print of it as well. Yeah. If, oh, if cool. We're doing editions of 10. So there's like 15 of those on the wall. Man, that's going to Are they going to be awesome. for sale? Can you buy them? Yeah, they'll all be for sale. Um, yeah. And then I have some others that will be in like photo albums and stuff. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. I feel like the past few weeks I've been running around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm in a good place now. Man. Yeah. How's the how's the process been in general? Like, is there a theme for the show or or is it are you like going through old work and trying to yeah, pull, it, pull out something or are you going in fresh with an idea that you want to present? Yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean, I knew I was going to have this gallery uh, like last fall and of course, I was like so excited, but then did not think about it until this yeah. spring. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I was having a hard time like deciding what what to show, what I wanted yeah, to show. Yeah. Um, I mean, people know me for, especially in New York, like for nightlife and for drag queens. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but I wanted to try and push myself and do something a little different. And working with the gallery owner, I went up in early July and I brought like 30 photos um, for him to choose from. And I had this idea. It's kind of about growing up. I, I'm also from Cape Cod. So kind of growing up on Cape Cod, um, growing up as a gay little boy and mm -hmm. my sexuality and how it's kind of changed and how Polaroid has helped me discover that. And man, yeah, it's it's a little bit of that. And some um, some old work from like two years ago, and then most of it is from this past year. Man, I wish I could see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll all be. Um, I mean, it would be great in person, but it'll all be online in like the next great. week or two. Yeah. Man, what a great story for like a book. Now I'm like, uh, I'm envisioning this. You know, the <laughs> uh -huh. story of I, I love I love stuff like that, like narrative 
stories and and yeah. the photographic evidence to to tell the story <laughs> like i just always wish i would have been i say it probably every damn episode that i wish i yeah. would have been the guy with the camera all the time like <laughs> that you hear about uh, that we hear about on the show too yeah. and it's just like i i mean i'm glad i i did finally become that guy like now i'm just like overcompensating and i'm like that guy times three all the time i'm like yeah. oh yeah oh yeah i'm gonna i'm not gonna forget this ever again you know so but i i look forward to see what what happens here mm. yeah my um so i also grew up with a gay uncle and uh he was amazing awesome yeah um he passed in 2020 and when we were mm. going through his stuff my mom uh, found a Polaroid 600 like bag and there was a camera in it and so oh. she of course was like do you what huh. do you want this and I was like oh my god yeah and then I found a shoebox full of just Polaroids he took um, from wow. the late 90s early 2000s when he lived in Provincetown so I've been going through those I've recreated some of them or just oh. some of them have wow. inspired Ryan, me that's to... cool yeah um, and it's so I mean he'll be there will be two Polaroids of him that he took one of he's in drag and another one is yeah. him holding me as uh, I think I'm like one in it. Yeah. So those those will be in the gallery. Of course, not for sale. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he'll be he'll be there with us. So damn. But it's cool to look back at seeing this queer joy in the late 90s, early yeah. 2000s and him taking photos because I don't think he would have considered himself a photographer. Um, I think he was just the guy with the camera for a summer with mm -hmm. friends. And now I'm looking at these and some of them are like really good. <laughs> yeah. Man. How special. That's so that's so that's just like so wonderful to to see, like to be inspired by that specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the two of you. That's that's really beautiful. I feel like with with the Polaroid you know, especially like back then, it's like, oh, I'm not a photographer, I just have this camera. It wasn't like meant to be like this professional thing. But now it's yeah. like, you know, it sort of is because of just the art of it. So it's 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 funny to like to think about like his his work might not he might people might not have considered art or he may not have considered art. Yeah. But now that we're looking at it, we're like, no, this is actually art, you know, yeah. in its own right. right. It's yeah. Really cool. And it's like, a, I mean, I guess all photography is, but especially Polaroid, I just kind of look at it as a piece of history and you're holding yes. it. Yeah, I do cherish the the few Polaroids I have from my past, like just from moving yeah, yeah. so much as like mm -hmm. a kid and an adult, you know, just losing all right? those. But the ones I have, like I have ones with my grandfather holding like old Star Wars, you know, like a TIE fighter or something like that. And I'm right. like, man, this is crazy and that I have this. Really special. Yeah. Yeah. One of the crazy things about Policon, too, for me is like seeing everybody like shooting all this like expired film and this like yes. shooting it and just like ripping like I'm like it's it needs to be shot like it, right. it, it needs, needs to be to shot be. and I'm I have like two packs of like pull apart film in my fr fridge and I'm like I'll never shoot it because I, I don't feel like I have anything worthy enough or like what if I mess it up or like it's so just funny. too fresh at this at this point. So like seeing people at Policon just being like, all right, here we go. I was like, this yeah. is crazy. You guys are just shooting this stuff like it's nothing. <laughs> but no, it, but totally it was all like, it's it's all like it's meant to be shot, and then you then you have it. You have an actual mm -hmm. piece of art. You know, like right. It's really special. Do, yeah, and yeah. it's encouraging seeing people do that because I'm like, okay, I can do that too. Just do it, Ryan. Yep. Like, uh -huh. take the photo. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Do you feel like because there's only eight photos in a pack, do you like kind of like what Timmy said? You're like, that's eh, not worth it. Do you feel like that ever holds you back? Because that's a, a thing with me, just with film photography in general. I'll always mm. be like, that's not worth it. 
that's not worth it. But then I'm like, maybe it is and I'm just missing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, yes, absolutely. I definitely felt it more like a year or two ago and going out I was like, okay, I need I need to get the perfect shot. Like it needs to this uh-huh. is in in my head I'm like this is $2.50 a photo. Yeah. Like don't waste it. <laughs> you got to shoot it and that was also just holding me back because I would be yeah. waiting and then I'd I could see the shot like go by me through the square and I was yeah. like, that's I I missed it. But if I just wasn't so in my head, you would get it. Or you would get right. similar to it or something completely different that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely changed a bit, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm working on it. And I think like the, the opposite <laughs> is true it. with I am. I really try. I know. I, really, I know. I know. I am because if you've seen, I've seen my freaking fridge is full of full, uh-huh. full of film, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's anyway, but like the the opposite is true. I feel with digital is like we're shooting too much, you know. And yeah. then I'm like, well, this is all, you know, like there's maybe one in there, but oh, I feel yeah. like there, the, like the, the in between is like the where the good, you know, where you're like can be intentional and like get the shot and not worry about. Yeah, oh, totally. Oh, I'm wasting it all or now i shot too much you know right i mean i have um i mean now that i have a ton of photographer friends that shoot digital film whatever and i mean i always feel great after we're at the same event and the digital photographer is like now i have to go home and edit Uh (laughs) baby i'm sorry i don't have to do that that's another like three hours because you have thousands of photos to go through no thank (laughs) you Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I that is where I'm like, I am blessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do you are you like kind of like known in the community as like the Polaroid guy that people seek you out for like that kind of work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now so. Um it started getting to a point it was especially just with Rude, um, mm-hmm. a lot of drag queens and people in nightlife didn't know my name was Ryan. So <laughs> I'd be, I would be out at a bar or a club or a show and I'd hear like, hey, Rude. And so I'd turn around and they're like, Rude. <laughs> yes. Hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but now, I mean, a lot of people just call me Rude and it's kind of stuck. I, I love it. It's great. Um but yeah, it's people know me as the Polaroid guy. I do have the 35 millimeter, which is great. But yeah, it's it's kind of stuck at this point, And I, I don't think I can go back. <laughs> I love it. That's great. No, it's always good when when the nickname pops off and everybody, you know, <laughs> I always enjoyed that. Yeah, it's fun. It's um, and I mean, growing up, all of my siblings, they went by Rudy. Um, and for Cute. some reason, I just it never got i never got mm-hmm. that nickname um yeah. and i mean ryan's not a long name or anything but yeah it just never stuck and then it was during covid when i was shooting more that i just i changed my instagram it used to be like rye roods and i was like oh what if i just said rude polaroids and then that's it and i love it stuck <laughs> yeah it works it works i wanted to ask you i mean since you're doing this show and all this stuff too i kind of wanted to ask you your process of like how how are you getting your polaroids you know on the computer and to print because mm. that's that's a process that i really don't hear much about i mean i know there's like scanning frames and you, you the app and stuff like that but how how are you doing it yeah um so at least for like for instagram if I'm just kind of on the go, I will use the Polaroid app and mm-hmm. scan the photo to post. Um, but if I am going to be using it for something other than social media, I have a 
wonderful print shop here called Burrow Photo. And they were recommended through some other Polaroid photographers in New York. Um, and they have, I will bring whatever um, like originals I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, they will scan them. They have a great scanner. And uh, we'll just sit at the computer to blow it up to what size. And for my prints, I like to kind of keep so that it looks like a Polaroid, but the yes. white border yeah. is mm-hmm. still there. Um, but it will be like an 8 by 10 or however big. But it takes, I mean, it takes a little time, but they, they're they awesome there. Interesting. I, I never even thought of that. I, I'm so used to being that, you know, the DIY guy that like has to do everything himself or I'm like failing miserably yeah, or something. I am, <laughs> I'm also so not tech savvy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not really good at it. So I commend them and I ask the dumbest questions and they'll answer and explain everything. Plus, I feel like you're getting better resolution. I've tried to scan my Polaroids myself and they just don't, the scanner yeah. can't pull the, my scanner, like, we can't, can't, it's all yeah. pixelated. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I have a scanner here and I'll use it for certain things or projects, but if I want like a really nice scan, yeah. I'll go to them and it's worth it. Are they affordable? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're great. And for even printing wise, um, yeah, and depending what like I charge for a print, it works out really well. And they just now I have a such a good relationship with them. And yeah, um, yeah so it's, they're really great. Man, perfect. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. truly, truly. And I mean, <laughs> also my ninth circle of hell is the post office. And hey, <laughs> man. I, if I yeah, uh-huh. if I have a order online, they're connected to my website. So they can see it and they'll print it right away and I'll just oh, stop cool. in to sign it and then they will ship it off for me. And Amazing. I am like, you are the love of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I love that, that. That's perfect. I'm I'm glad we talked about it. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, man, I got all these Polaroids and I want to like add them to my, yeah. you know, and because they can be right. a real pain in the ass. Like if you are flatbed scanning them, like the whole Newton ring things and yet they sell those. Yes. Yeah. They sell frames and stuff that you can pop them in. I made one out of uh, what's that stuff called? The use it in like elementary school, the, the board. Uh, Really blank in here. It's that board that has like the foam in the middle. Foam core. Is that what it is? Foam foam? core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I made one out of that and it works all right. But like it always kind of craps all these little foam fuzzy balls all over everything. And I'm like, man, I really need to remedy this. But yeah, and the app is really cool too. I mean, as long as you can kind of weasel your way around and not have your reflection be in it. See, that's the problem I run into all the time. I'm like, yeah. I can see myself. It's my phone. It's in this picture. How do right. I, <laughs> I know. There's a whole, you, you just have to, like, I have a specific spot on my desk there. I, there I do it every <laughs> yeah. time uh... where I, I put the camera over the Polaroid. Like, I go over it. So it's because they tell you, I, it used to, I don't know if it still tells you, it's like, you know, hold your phone at an angle so you don't get your, and then it looks all distorted and weird. So yeah. I started, kind of, I don't know, I should make a little video about it and share it, but yeah. I usually can get them pretty good with the app. But I mean, if you're blowing them up and printing them, you kind of want them to be yeah, a little yeah, more yeah. high res. Um, and it's, yeah, high res. Uh, yeah, when I, my old roommate, when I had a roommate uh, a few years ago, I'd be, I would be scanning them inside or whatever. And there was always like a spot in the apartment. I was like, uh-huh. okay, this is where I can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. then sometimes I would, she would be in the living room and I'd be like, I'll be right back. 
as I would leave and then he'd look out the window and I'm like outside in the street like because <laughs> yeah. it's like perfect like it's yep. noon yep. the sun is right there it's so yeah that's funny. how it is you have to like get it right at the right time uh-huh. oh, it's yeah. crazy and it's always like it's a little too dark right now you're gonna have to wait or you know it's like, right. come, on, yeah. come yeah. on leave me alone yeah but it's cool it's in the app it's it I know that, it's perfect that feature, yeah it's you know? very handy Man, you're making me want to like. Yeah, do it. No, I, do I, it. I, I'm like so inspired to like go shoot instant. Like I had, I really just like. Yeah. I was I, like when I first moved to LA. Like that was one of one of the genres that I shot a lot. I shot instant really? like all the time. Just being in a new city and like I used to have them all on my wall, like lined my mm-hmm. my my bedroom yeah. wall in my apartment. And now they're in a book, which is nice. But like, ugh, just I'm just like, okay, I need to go. Cause it feels like, it feels like art, you know, Yeah. regardless. Right. And I just like need that fix in my life. So I'm excited to like buy some film and get mm-hmm. going. Yeah. I, when I first started, I used to um, write a word on each of them and the date. Mm. Uh, and so I think that started like junior year of college. And then I would put it on my wall in my yeah. apartment. So by senior year, it was like kind of like a yearbook almost. Yeah. 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 Go through. And I remember having like a party senior year and everyone came up to my bedroom and they would just like, it was like a museum. They just walked around and yeah. they could be like, oh my God, that was a party from junior year and this was here. Man. So, but now they're in a photo album, but they all have like a Sharpie word on them. Man, I wonder if you could like manipulate them in a way where it like says things like a whole like statement <laughs> <Yeah>. or something, <laughs> you know, just something. Yeah, that's gonna be great to like. If you think about like looking back on that like period of your like college years, mm-hmm. like that's a great like yeah. documentation that you have. Yeah, oh totally. And some of them I, I've looked back because I look was looking back like what was the first Polaroid I took, and it's my mm. two roommates and our flat. And then looking through some of the photos, I was like, some of these are actually really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so, but. <laughs> It's always fun to like go back and look at work and mm-hmm. that you thought was crap and then be like, wait a second. Right. This is this is not so bad. Yeah. I love that. I love I love that you have a Polaroid, you know, dump box that because I think every Polaroid shooter pretty much has one of those. Like I have a little You have to. It's just a little box of all the ones that are and you do occasionally find something in there that's like I was looking at that wrong or, you know, right. it's yeah. Or the day uh, like shooting it, I was like, it's not how I wanted it that day. And right. then I look back, I'm like, no, this is a great photo or, mm-hmm. or it works for this. Yeah. I had some blurry ones that I that I like put together with a with the book that I was working on a little zine and I added the blurry, mm. you know, the blurry Polaroids that were throwaways. I was like, ah, oh, it's blurry. But then like seeing it, it just kind of worked then. I was like, ooh, it's kind of yeah. neat now. It almost has like a, like a sketch look to it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I know. I love it. We'll be right back with a listener question for Ryan right after this message from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only development hang nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We talk shop. We develop some film. We laugh. We also try to get a former guest for these. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. All right, guys, this is part of the show where we break off and take a question from, we're going to do a couple listeners. We're going to do two. And the first question is going to come from Brett at Into the Polaroid. And they wanted to know. Friend of the show. Hey, Brett. Yeah, friend of the show. Hey, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> and they wanted to know, what would be your drag name slash persona? This is interesting. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I think I would have to go with. Um, senior year in college, I held a fundraiser and it was a lip sync for your life. Um, yes. in senior class, yes. we all had to get into drag and we were raising money and I was hosting it. And so we were trying to come up with names and we ended with, uh, Rudy Rue. So I think that, yes. my, yeah, persona wise, I mean, I think, I think she'd be a lip girl. She needs, she needs the uh -huh. camera. She's always ready for the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, great answer. That's a great question and a great answer. I know, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, the second question is from Rowan Griffins. And they ask, do you need to complete a degree or certification to do well in this industry? What are your thoughts on that? Because I probably have a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, at least my opinion, I say no. Um, I don't, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I think taking a class or any education is wildly helpful. Personally, I have never taken any photography class. I still don't know a lot for like certain terms and all of that. Um, I know a lot about Polaroid, but when we go beyond that, it is, it's another world. I just think what you need to have is an eye and everyone can be a photographer. And I mean, especially now we all have a phone in our pocket, but I think what sets you off from people is your eye because you could take a photo of the same thing, but someone has a totally different perspective as you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a totally different time in photography, like with the phones, like you really? said. Back when I went to school, there there wasn't like phones. Like we still learned like on film. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it depends. Also, like I think on your learning ability. Yeah. Like if you're somebody who needs to be hands on, it needs to be like you know one on one shown and stuff like that. Being in the studio environment, like in the learning setting, was really helpful. But then you know you think about like there's so much education online these days that like you could get that yeah, same yeah. education that I paid a lot of money for <laughs> <laughs> by taking some online courses, which I think yeah. is, is wonderful because it, it makes it so much more accessible. There's not like a, only certain people can afford to go and learn this craft. Like it really is available for everybody. And also there's also, you can, you can intern, you can assist, mm -hmm. you can oh, like yeah. ask questions, you know, ask questions. I still you do. Can, like I, yeah, Mm -hmm. even just with my photography friends like even if they just picked up a camera or i just did i asked how did you get that or what are you seeing yeah. right now and i think with me at least with polaroid it definitely was trial and error and mm -hmm. when i was taking a photo a day i would go out for my walk and take a photo of this flower and sometimes it would look great and then other times i'm like well why did it come out like this was yeah, do i need to set the yeah. exposure what's and it was yeah i just kind of self-taught that way i also think at least this community is not they're not like gatekeeping i feel like there's a lot of people who are super approachable to you could yeah. you know 
like you said, it just asked questions. Right. But yeah, I mean, I can't imagine back in the in the 90s when it was like if people who were photographers, like they had the cameras and they had the, you know, the lights and like that was like, like people didn't, nobody f- else felt like they were a photographer unless they had all these expensive things and like went to school yeah. and all this stuff. And like, like this next generation, you're a photographer. If you have a phone, you can use that. That's your medium. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So just it's it's like more like i said it's, it's accessible to everybody now and i think that's really we're so fortunate for that oh, you know, definitely. We, kind of for, we take it for granted because it's in our a camera's in our pocket <laughs> every day all the time you know right exactly and Man. i mean the, especially with the gatekeeping because it can when you first pick up a camera you feel intimidated to ask a question because you don't want to sound yeah. dumb or whatever and i mean that's why I can say everyone is everyone is a photographer, but because right. even if you're standing in front of the same flower and you're gonna take a photo of it, it's not gonna be the same picture. So right. that's why I, I I would encourage everyone to pick up a camera. And I can tell you, every photo job I've ever booked, nobody was ever like, "Can I see your your certificate your degree. of completion <laughs> yeah. from your yep. your right. degree yep. from your photo school?" Like, yeah, no, they're the like, piece of paper. "Can I see your work?" <laughs> yeah, can I see your work? Like, can I right. see? <laughs> Your eye, like you said, like, what is your, can, can, are you good at, you know, what does your yeah. work look like? Not like, mm. what's your education? How many years did you spend in right. school? Yeah. I just think of. Well, yeah. What do you think, Timmy? I was just going to say, I just think of Joe Greer. Like, he's one of the mm-hmm. biggest, like, photographers out there. And, you know, he didn't go to school. You know, he, you just learn by doing. It's one of those things yeah. of, if you're passionate about something, you're going to figure it out. Or you're not. You're just going to figure it's not for you and you kind of move on to something else, you know, Um, and then you just become like a hobbyist or you do it just for the love of doing it. It's every and that's another thing. Everything doesn't have to be your career, too. Like you can just have a moment where Mm -hmm. you're you just uh, again, like Mark Rebier that we just had on the show, like. Uh, loves photography it's just doing it because it's something to fill his time in his mind and he just loves the process yeah like sometimes you just don't you don't have to take it that far and put that pressure right. on yourself if you don't want to i'm totally yeah, and i feel like i feel like there there is a like a place for that kind of education too like 100 you know, big yes big like i would love to go to like oh, a three-day workshop on like tintype or something like oh, something yeah. i have nothing no idea what to, to you know like teach me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And I do, I will say like when I was in photo school, that, that was like the first time I was ever around because I came from a small town. So it was the first time I was ever around other people who loved this too. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll never forget what that first day felt like. Now we're very lucky, like with the social media, we're able to connect with like other like-minded people. And in the art community is not the only community that is able to do that mm-hmm. for social media. But that first day at photo school, I was like... <sighs> in heaven because i was like they, they know what i'm talking about they know what it's like like they do exist you know, we, we, yeah like we <laughs> right. can talk about we, like, like we can be nerds together and and like so that kind of energy that you would get in that learning environment is not something to take for granted either mm-hmm. but i don't think you you definitely don't need it to succeed that's kind of like the long version yes. you know? yeah M- mic drop yeah yes <laughs> man good good i like that that was a fun little spurt that was of a, yeah, that, was a, that was i'm like yeah. sweating now that from like, it. it got me on it was like deep it was like deep <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah now we got to give you uh the, the well it might not Ooh, be yeah. that tough it might not be tough so we have a camera question well, i might we... have to p might have to pick from one of his 15 i know or i know <laughs> i know i know well it's a it's a two-part camera question part one is the desert island camera is there like one you just cannot live without Ooh. 
Mm. What would it? What is it, and why? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'd have to do my first SX seventy sonar mm. that I like found on Facebook Marketplace for a hundred bucks, and right here. yeah, <laughs> didn't know yeah. if it was gonna work or not, and it just helped me. I mean, having being able to have the autofocus or have manual oh, was yes. really helpful, and that's kind of how I started because. I just find that images are crisper than on a 600 mm. or even um, mm. the iType one stuff and everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it just feels like I love the sound. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, I'm taking a Polaroid. It feels good. And talk about like genius technology. Like it, this could yes. be passed as new. You know what I mean? Like this right. could be something mm-hmm. that came out tomorrow and people would still be like, oh, t- yeah. holy crap, that's amazing. You know, like... It, it's always a, I mean, a conversation any, starter and just right. it's such a beautiful camera. Anytime I'm in any sort of thrift shop, I always check because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't work anymore because uh-huh. the batteries and the pack of film. But yep, I'm yep. like, and then I'll find some for like 10 bucks. I know. Like, oh, yeah. you don't know what you're selling. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I got you. <laughs> Man, I feel like I haven't had one of those like $15 Polaroid pickups yeah, in a while. It has been a minute. It has. <laughs> now they're like yeah. 60 bucks. I'm like, you don't even know if this works. Yeah, I'm right. not giving you $60. I know. <laughs> Damn. All yeah. right. So part two, that was an awesome answer, by the way. Yeah, great, great camera. Answer. And I think that might be the first Sonar SX-70 as the Desert Island camera, too, that I can recall. Really? All right. So part two, it's the white whale. Is there a camera, you know, floating in the abyss out there that you just like Mm. you're you're dreaming of? You have to have. I need it now. What is it? And what's it going to be? I do really want to the SLR 680. Yeah, Polaroid. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Just with yeah. having the flash already, like I have never even shot on one. Mm. And I mean, I'll have I have my little mint flash bar, which is awesome, and I love it. But sometimes I forget to put batteries, or sometimes I forget <laughs> right. it, yep. or yep. it's right. just another thing to add on to mm-hmm. it. And I I would really like the yeah to try it. Another amazing camera. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those are coming. Few and further in between of finding right. that you're not spending yeah. like eight hundred dollars on one. I was like, what? Do, yeah, yeah. I say, what do they go for nowadays? I think it's like seven hundred. Yeah. Or yeah. Really. yeah, yeah. So it's either I have to bite the bullet or find one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I'm sure there's one sitting under a pile of Life magazine somewhere out there that we can... right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, Chris, anything else you can think of? No, Ryan, that that was the, the great answers. This has been fantastic. Like I said, big fan over here. So thank you for spending the time with us today. Thank you. Yeah, where can everybody check out your work? Plug the show. Give us all the details. Uh, yes, my, I mean, everything. Most of it is on Instagram at Rude Polaroids, and my website is also there, RudePolaroids.com. And everything from my gallery will be posted come very soon, and it'll be. All link and bio everything. Um, yeah. And it's in Provincetown, yeah. Massachusetts. Um, the opening is August 25th, and it runs through uh, Labor Day, September 4th. Fantastic. Awesome. And congratulations yeah. again on yeah. that. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Timothy, where are you? Guys, I'm on Instagram uh, and threads. I don't do the Twitter thing. Well, what is it? <laughs> X now or something? Uh, but oh Instagram God. threads, it's uh, at Timothy Makeups. I also have some YouTube photography stuff in the vault there. Uh, easiest way to find that, go to the search bar, just type in Timothy Makeups, timothymakeups.com. And Chris, where are you? So I am crispy photo on literally every social media mm-hmm. platform mm-hmm. there is. So that's easy. And then we are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and I'll talk podcast and Instagram and I can't figure out the threads like because it's only like I can only do it for myself but I don't think I can make an analog talk podcast one no I don't even think you have so. to I think you just go to I'll do it I'll do it and we'll figure it out yeah we'll we'll it. anyway <laughs> I know that's, how to where do it. We're, that's where we're at uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan thank you so much this has been a blast and good thank luck with you. everything thank yeah. you this was awesome uh, yeah all right guys we'll see you next time bye, bye. All right. First off, Chris and I would love to thank Ryan for coming on the show. Ryan, thanks so much for coming on, sharing your story, talking about such an important subject. We really, really love and appreciate your work and everything you're doing. I mean, Polaroids. <laughs> Ryan, thanks so much. Guys, it's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for only a buck. You can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon only developing hang nights over there and a bunch of stuff in the archive. Again, patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. For all the Patreons who already helped support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you. Thank you so much. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Keep shooting, and we'll see you soon. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.